hello, everybody. Welcome to the Creative Nomad. My name is Jeff Purdue Atkins, and I am so happy to be here today. We're going to be talking with Michelle, and she is so amazing. But I want to start today. I Before the show, I was pulling my cards for the week, and I pulled the consort. Okay, mm -hmm. that was by filter. And what was really comes up when the consort happens is are you doing things for love or for obligation or status or lack so oftentimes we get in this rut where we're working on things and you're doing it just because you have to now there's some things like the garbage <laughs> that's gonna feel like that but your life and the things that really are important shouldn't be that way. It really should be for love. So guys, if you want to learn how to do that, let me know. And with that, oh my God, I got to bring on Michelle. Michelle is such a multi-fit person. I love her to death. And I'm not going to do her jealous. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. And right after... Welcome to the Creative Nomad Show. You're going to place for all you awesome creators out there who are itching for more than the everyday grind. Here's your host, JP Hi, folks, and welcome back. We're here with Michelle. Yay! <laughs> I do have to tell you, I have a little echo in my ears for my voice. So if I sound a little weird, it's because I'm getting a little reverb back in there and it's driving me absolutely crazy so i'm talking a little slower than i normally do so just know that out there michelle do me a favor give them all a great introduction about who you are who i am that's a big question isn't it, it <laughs> my, is. name is, my name is michelle albers uh i'm coming to you from minnesota today and we actually don't have snow on the ground right now so that's exciting um <laughs> i uh i started my journey in uh showing up for myself and in my purpose i'm going to say it that way in Thai massage. That was my entry into figuring out who I was getting really uncomfortable challenging myself and um hopping all the way into intuition, spirituality, and um, helping myself so that I can then show up in service and help others. I thought I was doing that my whole life. <laughs> Turns out I was just uh, enabling and controlling and doing all these other things that were super not healthy for myself or the people in my world. So, uh, but so just in the now, I am all about showing up in, in service, um, doing the work of my own so that I can help people uh, discover their own. And I tend to be really direct. I'm kind of a no BS accountability, not even kind of, I am a no BS accountability coach. <laughs> Let's be honest about this. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it shows up in a lot of different ways, depending on who, who the people are that, that find me, right? Like some people really want to find those root causes and dig into things like inner child and shadow work. And other people are like, you know, my intuition is barking at me and, uh, I would like to tap in and, and dive into what it looks like to have more, to be more connected with my spirituality. Um, and then I'm, and then I start talking about things like spiritual two by fours, which are, you know, when we're when our spirit guides are talking to us <laughs> and we're not listening at some point there's not a choice and they smack you yes you get the spiritual two by four i'm actually creating a deck an oracle deck of spiritual Wonderful. two by fours 
<laughs> because who doesn't need another one in the form of a deck, right? <laughs> so on my journey, I one of my guides I have denied like for years. Like I know he show up. It was one of those things. I got a download and I knew he was there. And I kept saying that you're not who you say you are because I don't believe you exist. <laughs> yeah. I know how stupid this is. Even saying this out loud, it, it sounds stupid to me, right? So I'm in this session with someone um, that was working on me. And it was the only way I can talk about this is that it was an exorcist. I had a soul contract with somebody that for thousands of years at this point and in every lifetime they've shown up and every lifetime it was toxic um getting me killed in a couple of them and that guide was right there right and looked right dead in my face said do you believe I'm here now? And it's an angel. I'm not Christian. Don't know what that means. Don't ask me what that means. <laughs> because I, I, just some things you just have to accept when you're doing this work, right? Just accept that you're there. <laughs> and so instead of calling by his full name, I always call him Mikey. Okay. Which kind of pisses him off. So when he talks to me, he talks to me um, a little more direct and a little more, listen, bitch, this is what you're, we're talking about now. Today's reading was one of those. <laughs> I totally, I totally understood. As soon as I put down the cards, I was like, all right, Mikey, I got you. I got you. I, I, I see what I'm doing. I see what's going on. All right. This is where we're playing. So, That's you know, so have cool. you ever, have you ever found love that? Have you ever found that people want to deny what's actually right in front of them? Oh, all the time. I, I mean, here's the thing. You know, when you when you decide to start doing the work, um, or when you open to doing the work, or whatever whatever words, depending on the person. Some people don't like certain phrases of how how we define it, and I'm all for you defining it in your own way. But when we decide to do that work inevitably there's going to be a point where you're like yeah no this isn't happening nope the fear will get louder than anything that you could possibly believe and it's just like you know no no i'm not ready to look at that i'm not ready but i think that's part of the process of the evolution of getting ready is like you know denial is kind of the first step sometimes <laughs> it's like all right i'm i'm not ready i mean i'm obviously ready because it's here for me but i'm not ready to really truly accept it quite yet so i'm going to navigate through some other <clears throat> emotions or, or even just, you know, avoidance, avoidance is a big one, right? To just, um, first we deny, then we avoid, <laughs> or first we avoid, then we deny, I don't know which one comes first, but you know, and then it's like, at some point, I don't know, I feel like that's like, a, almost like a gentle way to open a door a crack. And then it's like, you get to peek in and look at it and be like, Oh, Oh, Oh no, 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 not yet. Not yet. Not yet. 
maybe someday, maybe never. I'm unsure. You know, it depends on. And then over time, it's like, I think for me, like me actually looking at those things, I, I required a, a safe space and I required, you know, a very, for me, it's a smaller group of people that I really trust that can hold sacred space for me because I didn't, when I first started this journey, I didn't trust myself to do it alone. I didn't trust myself at all. And I've, I'm finding more and more that the building that self-trust may have been the actual key to unlock the ability to really just navigate. I'm careful how I say this because I'm not inviting in. There's no, I'm not challenging the universe here, but like <laughs> in, I can handle it. Like I know I'm going to be okay, you know? And it's like, I'm not tempting fate or asking for any more trouble or anything else to come in. That's super challenging. Although I know it's coming. It always does. There's always another layer, but like, I know that no matter, no matter what's happening in my life, I trust myself to navigate that, but I don't mean alone. I just mean I've over the course of my lifetime have and lifetimes, right? Have built and and gained tools and resources, some human, some practices, some living traditions, right? Like that that I know work for me. And I know that one way or another, I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find the things that don't take me down too far. <laughs> that, you know, that keep me from going there so that I can stay on the surface and then rise above. And when you rise above, like the freedom that comes with that, but it's super messy and heavy and um, challenging in the middle and terrifying sometimes. And that's a big word, but I mean it. Like sometimes it's legit terrifying. Like, oh my gosh, I have to look at what right now? And I have to accept which piece of myself right now? And I have to open the door to let my 14-year-old who out? Wait, what? No, she's not nice. Like, you know, <laughs> do I have to go there? <laughs> you know? Oh my God. I have a 16-year-old. Yeah. I have a 16-year-old. He was the one that wanted to be a star. Singer, actor, was, you know, I did Les Mis at 17. So there was this path I could have went on at one point where I would have been a professional actor, singer, dancer kind of person that I didn't go on. And he is pissed off at me. <laughs> like, literally, will put me in tears. There's a performer out right now. His name's Sam Williams. And in a couple little tweaks of our lives, they were parallel. Like, they're very parallel. And Every time I hear him, number one, he writes lyrics that are so freaking crazy. Like, I, I would have written them down. And he just, like, I start crying. I just start crying all the time. Like, this is who I should be. Ah! That 16-year-old. And I'm like, that's not who we are right now. We, got, we took a different path. I got that you're upset. You got to be gentle with him. Let him cry. You know, and if he's not crying, he's flipping me off. So <laughs> in a corner somewhere, like so. Till you get that fourteen-year-old that you don't want to talk to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I've, I've learned in my journey what I've been doing 
well, I, I guess I was going to say recently, but it's probably been in the last year or two even, is going back to times in my life where I know something was missing, right? And then in meditation, going and talking to that that age, talking to that age of myself. And like me now has a lot more wisdom and clarity than me at three years old had, right? And so I can go back now and just like offer her compassion, you know, kindness, give her what was missing. And then it's weird to talk about it in this way, but I don't know how else to talk about it. <laughs> like I'm talking about myself uh-huh. <laughs> as if I'm a different human in that. But, I, you know, but to go back to that time period and just like, you know, that story is, it was yours then, but it's different now. Like you're different now. You're not that same human and you have received so many gifts and so much support. And you really do have support, you know, all the time. Um, You just didn't know how to look for it back then, you know, or for a long time in my life. I just didn't know how to look for it. What I thought was support was actually not super (laughs) supportive. Um, and now that I see things differently and I'm doing the work and 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 I learn a lot supporting others and doing their work too, right? Because you can, I mean, because I've done it and am doing it, I can catch things because, well, and I can relate. It's like, oh, I know exactly how you feel. Well, maybe not exactly how you feel. That's not fair. But I know a lot how you feel <laughs> in that moment, right? And yeah. And it's like, let me tell you what worked for me. Let me tell you what didn't work for me. Let me give you some ideas and suggestions. But ultimately, your discernment, you're the one who's going to know what's going to work for you. And- you know, how honest you are with yourself about that is going to, you know, dictate or change how, where you go from here and how long it takes you. And I feel like that's a big part of like my job when working with people is that accountability piece. Like, is that your, is that you being honest with yourself or is that you trying not to uncover something that, you know, or not to, and you don't have to share it with me, but are you just, you don't want me to know? Cause I can just tell you right now, I got no place to judge. I'm not judging a thing. You know, I'm 100% here with you in support. And I understand that it's not about, it's often not about the thing you're claiming it is about. So let's look and find and discover what it is about. Because that is where the magic happens. That's where the work happens. That's where the aha moments happens. That's where the things you can't unsee happen. And when you, that's one of my favorite things. Like I see something that I can't unsee. I'm like, all right, here we go. We're going for a ride because I can't unsee it now, which means I'm going to feel uncomfortable and unsettled every time it comes up in a new and different way. And I, I, what I love is that now I feel empowered to know that I can make a difference. I can, you know, whether it, whether it requires me, you know, salting a field in a, in a healthy boundary in that way, or whether it requires me stepping up and owning that, like, oh, you've been kind of lazy these days. Maybe that's part of this problem, you know, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's it's an incredible journey. And I'm like honored and blessed to to be on it with a bunch of other people who are amazing and incredible practitioners, clients, seekers, whatever, you know, it's just amazing. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And for so long, I haven't used this side of me. Yeah. Right. I have systems and processes. I'm a systems guy. I can give you a system and I can give you a system to walk through some of this crap too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because, because it's been there because it's always been there. But it's so amazing when you get to see, and I love what you said about now that I cannot unsee it. I'm happy because then I can go and 
start playing with breaking it down. Cover that look. Yeah, that's when the work really begins. Yeah. Because that clarity that comes with that is such a gift. It is such a, it's a place to start, you know, and there's a million places to start. But for me, those aha moments and those things I can't unsee, those are, that's it. I'm like, oop, there it is. There it is. What just happened on your face right there? I saw that. What is that? Let's, let's, let's go there. Are you willing to go there? Let's go there. This is amazing. Your life is about to change. <laughs> I don't even know where it's going, but it's going to be incredible because this is a hundred percent divinely guided and your intuition, just like your divine download, your spirit guides, your, you know, creator, whatever your words are, like they showed you this, you have been like, you've been like, you've seen it now. Now you get to decide what does this look like? And what does it need? Sometimes it's, I mean, healing is a big piece and I'm a Reiki practitioner and, you know, as a Thai massage therapist and all this, I have, you know, healing, if it's not myself, other practitioners in my world, just through those studies that do amazing things and amazing work. And sometimes it's like, Hey, how about if we don't like unpack this and look at it right now? How about if we just take some, do some energy work and do some clearing and do some, you know, see what, see what comes in. Maybe it's a tarot reading, right? Like you pulled your cards. I, I love the re the restructure, the reframing and the new perspectives that can happen just from pulling a simple Oracle card or a tarot card where you're just like, wait, hang on. Oh, I was totally thinking about that in a different way. Mm -hmm. And now that is huge. That little nugget of information that I had not seen before now leads me down a different way of navigating this pain point that I've had for, you know, well, 53 years of it comes up today, right? Like, so it's like, holy cow. Yeah. And what's interesting. So how do I ask this? <laughs> so, <laughs> because there's so many tools. Yeah. Right. You have so many tools at your disposal. And how do you know? how to, which one is going to be the most effective in that moment? For myself or for others or both? Both. Well, I think now that I've deepened my intuition and I trust that, like I get visceral feelings in my body uh, and I know my clairs, like how I get my information, that's where I start. But if I'm really stuck, uh, I can't necessarily get there in that way for myself. Like if I'm super stuck or in a really um, challenging spot, I get to my humanness gets in the way. Even I always I start every day and every session, whatever that might look like for myself or others, asking my ego to step aside so I can receive so I can be divinely guided, basically. Right. I'm just asking my ego to just step aside for now so that I so that I can be open to receiving divine guidance. And that's huge. And if I'm stuck in the muck of the suck. <laughs> I am not going to receive clar clarity because I'm just messy and in my own way. But then I have other people in my world that I can trust that I know can help me get to that clarity point. And often <laughs> I'm just thinking about like myself when I'm in that space and I reach out to, a, you know, it's like phone a friend, phone an intuitive friend because you know they're out there. And then they tell me a thing and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, all right, thank you. But my first initial reaction is like, oh, crap. There's the two by four I was avoiding. Hmm. Okay, I guess we're going here. Well, let's do it. 
and then I get excited because I do know I've, I've been in the, that messy part enough times to know that like the other side of that is legit freedom. It is space. It is. Yeah. And whenever I, whenever that space gets created, whether, it, and I watch it with clients and friends too, right? When you create that space, when you get rid of those things in your foundation that are not for your best and highest good, the things that come in are like a totally different vibration. They're a totally different, um, they resonate differently. And then you're like, ah, you were, you're the gift of this, like this work that I just did, or they just did, or we all just did collectively just created space for something that I could, that was, is better than I could even have dreamed or hoped for. And that's the thing that I'm learning over and over and over again. And why my spirituality is so important to me because I didn't, I didn't, it didn't used to feel the same to me. And now I'm just like, I, I trust implicitly that I can't even fathom what is possible. And I love when I just surrender and open my mind, but really I'm opening my heart of what can be received in that thing. And I didn't even used to be able to receive. Receiving felt gross to me. It always felt like it came with a string attached and some sort of, it was always, it never felt healthy to me. So I was just an overgiver, which also wasn't healthy. So the fact that I even can receive in the now is says a lot to just sort of, you know, my teachers along the way who have held the space and taught me the tools and found the things that resonate for me because it's not the same for everybody. And I think that's so important to know what works. And people give you clues on that all the time, but you have to be in a pause state. You have to be in a witness state. You have to be objective. I'm not, I'm, if I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, I really want this for them, which I always want, right? What's best or to help, you know, I want better for all people. Um, but if I'm in that state of like it being like that being at the forefront versus just being in the, well, let's, let's just dance and see what's for the best and highest good here and know that I don't need to be in control of this. And I, I can't want it for them. And I know that that's to the detriment of all of this work. So I'm I'm going to then drop in and hold space from that open heart and just see where that takes us. And I find people feel that when you show up in that way, they know in their, even in their subconscious or energetic, like it feels different when someone shows up, you know, in a space of like, well, Hey, let's just see where we're at and assess versus like, you know, I know you got this. We're going to make things better. It's going to happen. The shift is happening soon. It's like sometimes the shift doesn't happen soon. And I'm not going to make that promise, <laughs> you know? And, and honestly, like, I think the journey, it's not even about the freedom at the end, so to speak, right? That journey is priceless. The tools and the skills and the things that you learn along that way and along that path in the discomfort, in the challenges, in learning, like, you know, be, being hurt, really. I mean, the, the pain of, of thinking some something you had was was something else and then learning that it wasn't you know is devastating but there's so much learning and growth that comes from that that I don't know I just have a different outlook on all of those things today that was not true when I first started this journey I was pissed off I was an angry human most of my life <laughs> and anger is is still my comfort emotion um but I don't go there as often anymore. And when I'm there, I tend to get inquisitive and ask myself, like, you know, where is this coming from? Why is this coming up? Like, ooh, you're you're in that comfortable place of anger, but what's it telling you? And what do you need? What do you need in this moment? And I sometimes don't know because I didn't really allow myself to need for the first part of my life. I, I didn't. I was in, you know, what does everybody else need? Because if I can give everybody else what they need, then I don't have to look at me. And I like that better. <laughs> you know, and that was such a painful, exhausting life. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. It, it, it's so... Especially with women. Not that men don't do it, but they're conditioned in our society to be the mother, mm. to be the homekeeper, to be the peacekeeper, to be the one that settles everything and controls the home, but doesn't have power. Right. Because that's the man. Right. But they're the ones that does all the things and keeps the house up and keeps the kids happy and keeps everybody happy and everything running. But no one ever talks about what it takes them and what it takes for them to actually have that ability to do that or what they need. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're moving away from that on some level, but I also think like I grew up in that household, right? That, I mean, I grew up in a very traditional, you know, rolled household. Um, and I, you know, my mom thrived on being in service for sure, without a doubt. And as I started doing my own work and realizing, and also just seeing like depletion, I could see it quicker than I could before. And, and I remember having conversation with her about like, you know, Hey mom, I, I know you like, serve being in service to to your family is you know and and your community is at your heart center it is your purpose i understand that and also is this sustainable like how are you <laughs> because you know i was like have you when's the last time you did something for you and she's like well what do you mean that's so selfish and i was like mom it's not selfish to take care of you and she goes what do you mean and i said well if you don't take care of you how on earth are you going to keep taking care of all of us? Like, that's not possible for you. And she was like, oh, I didn't really think about it that way. And I was like, that was like the best conversation because like she was sitting there in guilt feeling like if she did things for herself, that would be, a, you know, a bad thing for her as a human. And then, you know, after having a conversation, it was like, yeah, but I'm just saying like, maybe go take a nap if you need a nap or go take a bath if you want to take a Like just... I know your recharges don't need a lot of time. You recharge quickly, but you, when's the last time you plugged in? Like, <laughs> you know, and that's just it. Like for all, all people out there, right. Especially the givers, but the receivers as well. I mean, we all show up differently. It's like, when's the last time you plugged in? Exactly. How do you plug it? You know, well, that's what it is too. your version. You know, do you know what charges you up in a good way versus charges you up in a negative way? Right. right. Like, <laughs> yeah it's hard to know sometimes it's still hard to know yeah I've, I've now been doing this work for about 10 years um and it changed it's changed you know now that i'm on the road um sometimes it's a walk with the dogs sometimes it's i have to create something Sometimes I have to turn, keep off a computer. Oh my God, you know how hard that is sometimes. Oh yeah, especially, especially because I live alone. I have nobody saying, "Oh, come, 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 give me attention. I need attention." They're online, <laughs> so yeah. it's hard for me sometimes to like really just turn off and like I, I call it a win if I don't open my laptop. Right. Yay. Well, and I don't know how you are about that, but I find too, like, you know, as an entrepreneur, I, 
for me to check out of the business, so to speak, right? I, I'm better now, but I had pockets of time, especially when I was in like a growth state or a restructure state or like there was a lot going on. I would feel guilty and I would beat myself up like you're not doing enough. You're it's it, because of my impatience. Let's be honest. That's where it was coming from. Like you're not as far as you think you should be, you, you know, and then it's like somebody will like drop in, you know, one of my best friends will drop in and be like, Michelle, when did you start this? And you really think, and I'm like, okay, fair. But thank you. I needed that reality check. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> because that impatience thing gets me more often than not. And it seems like such a simple little thing, but oh man, for me, patience, and I'm so much better than I used to be. And I can catch myself in it even now. Uh, but impatience, man, I like things to get done, <laughs> but I like to do them mindfully and, you know, carefully sometimes, sometimes not so much. Uh, <laughs> that can come back and bite me in the ass or it can work out really well. It just depends. Are you doing yeah, it for right. obligation yeah. or for love? Yeah. And sometimes, honestly, it's both. Yeah. Right. I mean, sometimes it's like, well, I'm, I'm doing all of this out of love and also like, dude, I got bills to pay. So, you know, that's, I got, I got to look at that. I got to, I got to, that has to be part of the equation, but I think there's a, there's a fine line there of like, is it coming from your heart or, you know, I don't ever want to make money at the expense of someone else. Right. Like that's not, I don't want to pay my bills in that way. Um, and also it took me a lot of years and a long time to know my worth, to understand that I actually have things to offer the world um, that, you know, have been gifted to me. Right. Or that I've put I've, the people who brought them to me were the gifts and and they taught me the things that I was meant to learn so that I could show up in the world in the way that I do now. And I think it's fascinating how, you know, just that journey of owning and accepting and discovering that I like me, <laughs> which wasn't something that was true for a very long time in my life. I didn't, I didn't, well, I might've liked me. I certainly didn't love me. Uh, and that showed and, and to be in that state of like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not perfect. I know I can be a total jerk sometimes. Um, typically when I'm in my wounds or my triggers or my traumas or my pain points. Right. Um, and also like, I am good with who I am and I will always want to be better <laughs> as well. Right. Like I will always want to do better, be better, show up better. Um, you know, I want to keep doing the work so that the journey is, I always see it as a spiral path. I'm not climbing a ladder or, you know, I don't, I, to me, it's like the spiral path. And every time I go around, it's like, you know, I'm getting higher on the mountain, so to speak. But every time I come back to that dang patience over here, <laughs> you know, it's just that before patience would destroy me. Now patience is like, oh, take a breath, observe, wait, see, good things are coming. And with my, you know, my spirituality and, and my spiritual divine counsel, spiritual teams, spiritual guides, whatever you want to call it. Um, universal support, I find that I really have an easier time trusting the process now than I ever did before. And that is not to say at all that I always trust the spot, the process, <laughs> because there are times where I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure. And then it's like, but you know what? They prove me wrong every time. We want this to be fixed. Yeah. We want this to be fixed. And we yeah. think that we're going to fix it. Yeah. But the secret is we're not broken. A hundred percent. We're not broken. And never have been. I used nope. to, I used to be, I used to consider myself broken 
for a lot of different reasons. And after the healing, now that word, I'm just like, oh, using that word for yourself is so harsh, you know, and I get feeling that way, but like, you are not broken. Um, challenging times, hard times, you know, awful, devastating times, all of those things. Yes, they happen. But broken is such a big word. And it's such an identity that is so it's such a slippery slope into victimhood and um, stuck, you know, just really it, it keeps you in a, in a state that isn't there's not a lot you can do with it if you're truly identifying with that. JJ. I'm just reading this. And you, that is a win that you didn't yell it back. Oh, yeah. Big win that I didn't yell back. There, There's an awareness there. There's a pause. I'm big on the pause. Like, if you can take the pause and, like, make, make your choice from there. You know, and sometimes, honestly, yelling back is my choice. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Has been, sometimes is. Um rarer and rarer, but that's a, that's a big win. Cause that's an old pattern shift too, right? Like you like definitely was owning an old pattern there claiming like, this is how I used to show up or how I would typically show up. And now I'm shifting that pattern. I'm shifting out of that thing and I'm making a different choice. And I, and it sounded at least from the text, it sounded like they felt empowered doing that. And that's it. You keep doing things like that over and over and over again. You know what happens? You build self-trust. Well, you know what happens when you build self-trust, when you know that you're going to show up for yourself? Hey, suddenly I actually feel like I might love myself. Wait, I do love myself. What? This is news and new. <laughs> but like, it is like those things that, that is like, and that seems like such a little thing, perhaps maybe not to the person who typed it out, but like, it is not a little thing. All of those things where you're breaking or shifting out of an old pattern or choosing a, a new thing to explore what that might look like and how it might be beneficial to you, that is huge. That is huge. And that is like a big win to celebrate. Like pat yourself on the back, give yourself a high five, say, you know, <laughs> thank you for the pause. Be grateful for whatever that is that like inspired you to show up in that way because that is the start or the continuation of true transformation, growth, and change. And I talk to that with my clients all the time is like, you know, you're saying you just did this little thing. I'm like, but do you see how that little choice made such a huge impact on things going forward? Like it shifted so many different things that you aren't even like seeing because you're not allowing that focus or even understanding or, or exploring what that might mean for you when you make a simple little choice to not yell back, right? Or to remove yeah. yourself from the space so that you can go just be you in a different space without being judged or stifled or, you know, shushed, so to speak. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, that's amazing. And we we forget those little moments and we want to blow yeah. past those little moments. So yeah. them, what they truly are. Yeah. Miles. Michelle, I love you. And we can like <laughs> sit here and talk for another two hours because I know we can. We totally can. Easily. So easily. <laughs> so, but tell people how to get in touch with you. Well, right here on Facebook is a great way to do it or any social media. Michelle Albers is uh, my personal page, but it really is also like where I talk about coaching things and life stuff. Uh, but I also own J-A-I-D-E-E -E wellness, 
So that website is jidwellness.com. I have michellealbers.com. I'm always open to having friends. I will say, um, if you send me a friend request and we've never met, just tell me where you saw me because uh, I still have that. I started out in Thai massage. Uh, so I don't friend people that I don't know because often when I used to do that and give people the benefit of the doubt, they were looking for things that I was not willing to give. So <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm not. So I don't just blanketly accept everyone. I need to know how I know you or how we're connected, but I don't have to have met you or know you. I just need to know how you found me to know that you're not, you know, searching for things that I'm just, I have a very strong boundary around. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't, don't just send her a message and, you know, hi, here's my penis. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Thanks. No, thanks. Or hi, how are you? Do you want to buy something for me? Right. Like I'm out on that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least get to know me ask me a couple questions yeah and but i love connection i love yeah. community i love people you know um so reach out anytime i'm always open to that conversation or any conversation i love it guys you guys know check out trueawesomelife.com you can see me anywhere i'm all over the place check out trueawesomenetwork.com we have some great shows coming up including this one. So you guys are going to be excited. I have a brand new show starting on Thursday uh, hosted by Kadada Gray that you guys don't want to miss. It's going to be at 7 a.m. So you can get ready. Just put it on, start getting ready. She is such a domino. We also have other shows that are coming. Uh, the Tuesday talks are coming. So you guys want to check that out. I love you love you so much michelle we're gonna I have so much fun too. oh i cannot wait i cannot wait thank you so much for having me this is such a treat and so great to have the conversations with you and also i'm super in love with your dog <laughs> you know this is Rube. frederick walked by quietly he he comes back and forth quietly. oh there you go yeah but Rube, not so much not he's so like much. um you said i love you it's time yeah. for, it's time <laughs> it's time for you to get off this phone right <laughs> awesome all right guys you guys have a great night i will see you guys next monday thank you thank you for watching the creative nomad show if you have any questions about this or any other episode check out creativenomadshow.com there is also a link at the bottom if you are an awesome creator and would like to be a guest Everyone here at the True Awesome Network asks you to please subscribe, like, comment, and spread awesome.